When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where our mission is to serve you and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. Today, I'm going to have a guest on our podcast, and they paid me $50,000 to appear. Am I serious? No way. I mean, I only take (laughs) $20,000 to appear on our podcast, which is what Mark Cuban paid to appear. You think that's true? We're going to talk about that. And later, I pick on Amazon from time to time. But today, I want to talk about an option they offer that is really pretty neat. So, I've talked a lot about influencers and how people are being hoodwinked by influencers on social media. TikTok is uh, the latest rage in terms of people being tricked by people pitching a product and not realizing they were paid to talk about it. It's been a big problem with Instagram influencers for years now. And you just got to know that there are not proper disclosures required on social media or on the new version of audio distribution that's taking over the world, podcasting. So podcasters who have a a big audience have become a real focus of people contacting them, wanting to book guests. And somebody found an old email address the other day. I haven't even told you about this, Krista, and sent me an email wanting to know what I charged for this person to book a guest on our podcast. And first, I don't know how they found an ancient email address of mine that's an old one I don't use anymore, but it dumps into my email, and that they didn't understand enough about what we do here on our podcast that they would offer me money. To me, that's a bribe Mm -hmm. because it's not being disclosed. You listen to these podcasts, and you have a host who you just really enjoy listening to, and the host is talking to you, and you have no idea that when they have that guest on and they're they're hearing from them, and they're just so energized and enthusiastic that it's basically a paid commercial yep. and, and advertorial. And, and I just want to say you were definitely joking about Mark Cuban. I was definitely joking about Mark Cuban. I had Mark Cuban on because Mark Cuban's a controversial guy. You know, right now he's getting sued by, I don't know how many people about the um, crypto stuff. The people lost money in the crypto venture he was pitching and they're coming after him for billions. Of He can just come up with a new crypto and say, okay, here you go. Here's worthless crypto. Anyway, but he is, he's a real out of the box thinker. And so I wanted him to talk about his discount 
pharmacy thing costs. Yeah, we just talked about that yesterday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I'm talking about that, and because I thought it would save people money. Costplusdrugs.com. So, I I mean, that would never happen with us. No. And in the website, I get offers every day for paid content. People want to place content on the website. Because so often on the web now, you'll have stuff that is barely... I mean, there might be a little teeny micro thing in a different color typeface saying sponsored content, I think mm-hmm. is what. That's a common thing to call it. Yeah, say. we don't do any of that. And it looks just like the information that is on that website. And you think you're reading news content or news hole content, and it's just a clever ad. So I want you to know. When you listen to podcasts, particularly financial podcasts, more probably than anything else, because if somebody is fake pitching you on a cosmetic or something, I'm not as worried about that. Or the vitamin thing's been forever, herbal remedies. But when it gets to the core of your wallet and they're convincing you to do this, that, or the other, the next thing you know, your money has vanished into thin air. This is where you got to be so, so, so careful with the pitches that are being done on podcasts, hidden commercials, pretending to be content. As for me, my deal is unbought and unbossed. Yeah. Nobody's going to buy me. No. We've actually lost Ever. advertisers because you don't know who our advertisers are because you've said something terrible and they're like, we're not, if he doesn't take it back, we're not going to advertise. And we've had to say, okay, bye. Thanks. <laughs> that's so, okay. That's fine. That's, that's all right. Because I'm going to call them like I see them. And there are a lot of people in the ad world who think they can buy you and maybe they can buy somebody else. They can't buy me. All right, let's go to some questions from, this one's from Donald in Connecticut. If I make monthly payments on a life insurance policy, will it affect my credit score? Nope, Donald, that will not have any impact at all. Uh, Life insurers are not reporting you to credit bureaus, so it has no effect, positive or negative. Okay, and then this one's from Richard in Texas. What is the best month to buy a dishwasher? So there was not a good month to buy a dishwasher for a couple of years because of the factories being so disrupted by COVID, the ports being disrupted by COVID. Today, we have such an absolute surplus of appliances for sale in the United States. It's crazy. So until those inventories are worked off this month, Next month, the month after, I mean, right now is just wild. And the Labor Day sales on appliances, it's always, I don't know why Labor Day and July 4th have always been excuses for appliance sales, but the Labor Day sales that have been going on for appliances are just amazingly good. And the big four of appliance sales, which are Home Depot, Lowe's, Costco, and Sam's Club, they are offering phenomenal deals across the line of appliances, including dishwashers. Look at Consumer Reports for the ratings on the best dishwashers. That's one of the categories Consumer Reports really makes a difference in. 
And this is from David in North Carolina. I added my son as an authorized user on one of our credit cards to help build his credit. The card company did not ask for his social security number, just his name and address. So I'm wondering how will the credit bureaus know to boost his score? So David, this is a great question. This just happened to a relative of mine who did this for his son three years ago. And they went to look at his son's credit and showed no report because his credit card issuer had not asked for the social security number either. So you have to volunteer it to them in order for it to be reported on your son's credit report. So call back the credit card company, tell them you want to have it added and presto, hopefully it will be then. All right. And this one's from Nancy in Ohio. I have two 529 plans for my daughter who will be attending college in the fall of 2023. Since these plans are losing money now and I will need some of it within a year, what can I do to protect the amount I have saved? Can I pull it out now to avoid further losses? So, Nancy, I'm shocked because I would assume you're in the age-based portfolio called, there's a term a lot of states are using now, estimated enrollment date Mm -hmm. or something like that. She does say that she's in the most conservative plan since she's so close to college. So, it's very surprising that you've lost money. It may be that the 529 plan you've had your daughter in for its conservative portfolio uses a lot of bonds. Bonds had a tough time earlier this year, uh, nearly unprecedented losses in the value of bond funds. They are recovering now pretty gradually, but they're recovering. I think you hang in there in that conservative portfolio because you've got another year before freshman enrollment, I think you'll be okay by that time next year. Up next, I call Amazon out a lot. Jeff Bezos hadn't yelled at me. He's been yelling at the federal government. Why did they not like me? (laughs) Anyway, there's a lot good about Amazon, but there's some things not so hot about Amazon. I want to talk about a good thing Amazon's bringing to the table next. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So Amazon is a complicated organization to talk about. What they've done as an innovator, creating a feeling in our minds that we can order something online and uh, like I Dream a Genie, if you know that old, old reference from TV, you blink and then bam, there's the item at your front door. Amazon has been so unbelievably efficient at logistics. And they have really disrupted retail in so many ways. And for a long time, Amazon didn't care how many billions it lost because they were trying to get market share. And the reason I make fun of them now is they're about convenience. And there's a market for convenience, but price-wise, Amazon's not a deal outside a relatively small number of items, a few thousand items that people comparison shop that they take very low or no margins on so that you'll consider it to be a discount place to shop, but it's not. 
So my thing is all about price, right? But now they're doing some things that as their growth has really slowed, they're rolling out some innovations. One of them is a way blast of the past, and it's a new benefit for Prime members where you can do layaway. If you're worried about how much debt you're carrying, that you feel like you're wheezing on it, layaway is something that a lot of people have used very well over the years. It allows you to pick an item out you want to buy, lock in the price, and pay for it over time at 0% interest. And when you finish paying for it, you get the item. If you change your mind before you finish paying it off, you get your money back. So it is a way to reduce financial risk in your life. And as part of Amazon's effort to expand Prime beyond the most affluent among us to various income level shoppers and offer the convenience of layaway. Not everything on Amazon is available for layaway. It will let you know as a Prime member when something is in fact available as a layaway item. And Amazon, in order to increase the perception of the value of Prime, is now allowing certain competitors to ship to be part of Prime, even though they're Amazon competitors. And if you're a Prime member, you can ship things, certain things from those retailers without paying shipping charges simply by being a Prime member. So the market's changing. I've talked about how Walmart is adding the Paramount Plus as part of their Walmart Plus, which is their answer to Amazon Prime. And you're going to see this kind of amenities add-on as the, uh, the retail market slows, you're going to see more and more perks added to try to get the, not so much the signups, but to get the renewals. Krista? Okay, the first question is from Charity in Tennessee. She says, I love your podcast. I'm a new listener and was wondering if you've heard of the payment cards offered by some health insurance plans. I just learned that her insurance company is offering these in Tennessee to pay for medical bills. These are supposed to be 100% interest free and there's no annual fee. What are your thoughts? So Charity, these are extremely popular with a lot of specialists that provide care to you that is only partially or not covered by insurance or you haven't met your deductible. And the doctors are worried about you not paying your balances. So insurers, employers, but most important providers are really interested in these payment cards because it means that they've got you on the hook for the bill. And whether They are interest-free, which occasionally they will be, but usually there will be interest on these cards. The whole idea is to create that legal obligation that you owe this money and you're going to pay it. So think about any time you go in for any optional stuff, cosmetic dentistry, any of the fields like that, they're always going to have one of these payment cards so that they get their money at the provider And then you're with the credit grantor who comes after you if you don't pay the money. It's to offload the risk of non-payment 
for the provider. And this one, this is one's new for me, but it's interesting. They don't offer it direct to consumers, but like you said, they go through employers and then insurance companies offering it for all your care. So Charity, one thing I'd tell you, go look at the website of this payment card and see how often they talk about consumers. They don't. And what they talk about who benefits, the benefit of this is for employers, insurers, and providers. Never, ever do they ever mention consumers. And this is from Jack in Nebraska. I'm a single guy who washes his clothes once a week and was wondering what would be the better deal for me to get the Kirkland Signature Ultra Clean Detergent or the Kirkland Signature Ultra Clean Pods? It's a trick question. Well, except the pods are more expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, If you look at per load, the advantage of the pods is that they don't go, for lack of a better term, stale as quickly as detergent does otherwise. The other thing is that people with detergent, uh, almost all washers sold now are the newer washers. High efficiency. That are HEs. And the HE washers need much less detergent than most people use in them. So what I suggest you do is if you want to save the most money, you use the powder. If you don't want to use powder, you use liquid. And whichever you use, use only the recommended amount for an HE washer, which I promise you will be a lot less than you've been using. And this is from Paul in Illinois. Over the past six months, I have received rejection slash non-issuance letters from at least three different companies where an incomplete credit application was submitted by an unknown party. All of these applications were being held as incomplete due to my having a freeze on my credit report, followed by the denial letter being mailed to my address. Like many other people, my information has been part of data breaches at various organizations. When I received the letters, I've called each of these companies to tell them these are fraudulent applications. I'm afraid a future fraudulent application might somehow get approved. What is the best course of action for me to take? And should I spend the money to enroll in an identity theft protection membership? So, Paul, first of all, Credit Freeze is working for you exactly like it was designed. It's not even going to show a hit on your credit, an inquiry for credit, because it bounces back because your credit's frozen. So it's doing exactly what the system was designed to do with all these careless data breaches. So if you want an additional step, what you do is you temporarily thaw your credit files and set up a Credit Karma account where you can basically do credit monitoring at no cost. I don't want you to pay for any of these credit monitoring systems that you have to pay a monthly or annual fee for where you can do this for nothing at Credit Karma. So you just thaw your credit for the day, set up the Credit Karma account, goes back into freeze status with all three bureaus, and then you were, from that point forward, in a position where you will have the alerts as needed. But having that credit freeze in place should give you peace of mind. And this is from Judy in Virginia. You're often asked if medical offices and providers can require a patient's social security number on forms. You may not know this, but the military-issued insurance TRICARE requires the sponsor's social to process all provider claims. If a social is not provided, the claim is denied and we are personally responsible to pay the bill. 
The military already has my social. It's the provider's office I'm concerned about. After listening to you about how dangerous this is, this requirement burns me up. We have no other choice but to give it. Do you know of any workarounds or suggestions for this situation? No, Judy. And, you know, it's so weird that the Congress changed the Medicare system to give people a randomized Medicare number different than their social security number because it was causing so many identity theft problems. Then you have another health insurance that is a federal offering, TRICARE, and you're telling me the same problem is going on. We're going to talk with someone with one of the military committees in the House or the Senate and see what they can do about this because if this truly is required, it is a terrible, terrible abuse of you and anyone else who has served our country in the U.S. military to keep you and me safe and free. And I want to thank you so much for listening today. I love that we live in a country where we can say and believe whatever we wish. And a lot of us don't realize what an incredible gift that is. <laughs>